Well, there's a joke about this young couple who were on their way to their wedding. And on their way to the wedding, they both got in a car accident and died. Funny joke so far, isn't it? And they ended up in heaven. And they walk up to the pearly gates and they find St. Peter and they come up to him and they look at each other and they say, I can't believe you made it. And she says, I can't believe you made it. And they look at St. Peter and they say, well, if it's possible, we'd still like to get married. And St. Peter looks at them and he says, well, there's no marriage in heaven, but let me see if I can find a priest to do it. And so St. Peter leaves and he's gone for a long time. Hours pass and days pass, and finally after three days he comes back to them. He goes, you're not going to believe it, I found a priest. But in the meantime, they've been talking, and they said to each other, well, marriage on earth is one thing. That's until death do us part. But marriage on heaven, marriage in heaven is forever. Do you think that we really want to be married forever? <laughs> and so they looked at St. Peter, and St. Peter was all excited because he's got this new priest with him, and he looks at them, and, and they say, well, we, we want to get married, but we want to find out if you can also get divorced in heaven. <laughs> and St. Peter says to them, it took me three days to find a good priest. How many days do you think it's going to find a good lawyer up here? <laughs> so how do we deal with this reality that there will be no marriage in heaven? I don't know about you, but that strikes me to be kind of sad especially if you love the one that you're with. If you don't, you're going to be relieved. But if you, if you love the one you're with, you kind of hope that'll go on for all eternity. And marriage is a sacrament, as is priesthood. And it's interesting because these two sacraments come up in the reading today. And these um, Sadducees are coming up to Jesus, and they don't believe in the resurrection. So this debate that they're having with Jesus isn't really a, they don't really want to know what Jesus has to say. They're just trying to tell him that, hey, it's not possible to have a resurrection. So they tell the story about this poor woman who has a husband after husband who dies, and then when they're all together in heaven, is she going to be, mar be married to all of them? How's that going to work out? So he's trying to trip Jesus up, making up some self foolish thing. And Jesus says to him this very interesting phrase, the children of this age marry and remarry. But to those who are deemed worthy to attain the coming age and the resurrection of the dead, neither marry or are given in marriage. So we hear those two things. We hear about marriage, but then we also hear about somebody who does not marry or is not given into marriage. So we hear about marriage and celibacy. Now, it's interesting because both of these, these things are very much attacked in our society today. So we all know that there's a great attack of marriage going on in our society, and there's also a great attack of celibacy going on. So you may not know this about a priest, but um, people like to tell us what's on their mind all the time. And one of the things that drives me nuts is people will come up to me and say to me, don't you think there should be married priests in the church? And I just look at them and I think like, why don't you just say thank you for your gift of celibacy? <laughs> like, you know, it's like a dagger. It'd be like going up into a married couple and saying to them, don't you think you should be able to be with whoever you want? Why do you just pick one person? This marriage is a gift. Your marriage is a gift. Celibacy is a gift. And when they're rightly lived out, they're sacraments. And these sacraments point us to heaven. And both of these sacraments go beyond anything that we could experience here on earth. So even the love of a marriage couple, 
couple that's been married for 50 years, I think about that. I think if you've made it 50 years in marriage, anybody here 50 years or more in marriage? Oh, there's a lot of you here. You're going straight to heaven. There's no purgatory for you. <laughs> you've done it all here on earth. <laughs> but marriage is difficult, right? And it is a sacrifice. And I look at celibacy too, like, I just, it'd be nice if somebody said thank you as opposed to like, why aren't there married priests? It's a sacrifice. But Jesus says that for those that neither marry nor are given in marriage, they can no longer die. They're like the angels. And they're like children of God because they are the ones who will rise. Celibacy is supposed to be a sign of the kingdom to come. That in the kingdom of God, we will be so united with him. I know I've told you about my spiritual director for my annual retreat, Monsignor Usif. He's the 95-year-old priest from Scranton. Padre Pio's his director. He's the exorcist. He can read souls. Well, the first time I met with him and, and he was reading my soul, he looked at me and he said to me, you could have never been married. And I looked at him and I said, well, thank, thank you. And uh, he goes, your love for God is way too strong that one woman couldn't handle it. And uh, so he looked at me and, and he was, what he was trying to say is that the gift of celibacy and our love is so strong between God that it's an image of what will come. So going back to marriage and celibacy and the kingdom of God to heaven, marriage, the two of you who come together as husband and wife, become one body so that you are no longer two but one flesh. It's a reading we often hear at weddings and it's from Ephesians where he says, this is a great mystery of which I speak of. And it's the mystery of Christ's marriage to the church. So Jesus is married to us as church. And in heaven, that's going to be our mystical marriage, that we're going to be married. We're going to be totally united with Christ. There will be no separation. And then sometimes we might get like, think, like, well, what about marriage? What about the ones that I love? What about my children? If there's anything you think of heaven and, you, and you, it seems bad to you, that's not heaven. Because heaven is a fulfillment of all of our desires. And so we will be with the ones that we love, but we will be loving them and God in the most pure they, the way that we can, and Christ will be loving us back. There will be no more sin. There will be no more pain. There will be no more hurt. There will be no more separation. So I want you to think especially of the ones that you have lost, as we remember here in, our, in the book of the dead and our prayers in November, that one day we will join them again in heaven. And this love will be so pure and so good that there will be nothing between the love of Christ and his church. And he will fulfill us in such a way that we will stand in awe of the glory of God. And that goes beyond even the sacraments of marriage, even the sacraments of priesthood. All the sacraments only point to that love that he wants to make a reality right here in our lives.